Well, hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 97. This is the Independent Musician's Guide to Production and Promotion. And this week, we have some massive news to discuss with MPC adding stem separation into the workflow. Uh, will this usher, usher in a new era of sampling? Let's talk about it. We've also got a new modular synth from Stylophone that Curtis is very much into. And finally, we'll take a look at four ways to get samples for your music and the pros and cons of each. Thanks everyone who's joining us live and much love to all of our patrons who help support what we do. Lars, we see you in the green room. If any other patrons wanna come in for the round robin, the link is on the Patreon. Uh, just wanna say hello though quickly to everyone in the chat. We've got smiling errors. Oh, we're doing a new, I don't know if you see the difference in the, uh, the block text and all that, but we're doing a new one. So yeah, he says, evening all, how are you? Bendu is multitasking, so maybe a little quiet. That's all right, we're happy to have you as always. Abby is in the chat, how are you? Lars is also in the chat, says howdy y'all. What's going on, Lars? We see you in the green room. We'll get you in for the round robin. Always happy to have you in there and take a mm. break from threads. That's good to get some healthy, yeah. you know, step away for a second from threads. He's up on him a bit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my name is Sun Warper, and with me today is Eon Lake and Curtis. Hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, we are currently at 354 subscribers, got another subscriber in the week, and we're celebrating by having a more of a corporate outlook, because I think that's how it works with the bubbles and the new out overlays and stuff like that. I mean, I can, I can be... always change it. You guys voted <laughs> that you wanted it this way. This was our old school. We also oh. got classic, which is very in your face, I feel like. Also, look at the banners. I'm gonna just give a preview of what we're talking oh, about today. Look cute. at the difference when we do the different oh, types. This is block. So, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. that's what we got. New year, new overlays is the way it is. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you ever so much for joining us. Uh, we got a lot to get through, so we're gonna get straight to it. Um, and we're gonna start with uh, MPC. Let's start with the MPC, shall we? Um, Let's go from there. I'm going to share my screen. Yeah, I got to get um, that up first, though. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is a fantastic, uh, lovely development coming out of Akai. Um, I'll play the video in a sec. Obviously, everyone's aware of the NPC. Sim Separation has come to Akai. Um, they uh, herald themselves as paving new frontiers for sampling. Um, and it will be. It's not there yet. But uh, the Stem Separation module will be into all npc boxes and this will be the first time that we see uh stem separation in hardware you can split into drums vocals bass and other which i suppose would be a generic kind of settle idea for yeah. other stuff koala that kind of thing um to so be able to uh, split these stems and assign them to pads of their own uh, and then be able to chop them up in their own way you can create waveforms with those ideas and make uh, make it go from there from the demonstration which we'll play in a moment um it seems to be like a quality rip it seems to be like a really clean really nice concise uh, separation there's no artifacting or minimal artifacting i don't know how much post-production they did on their demonstration but i have to see um but yes, it's currently only on desktop, which Eon Lake, I think you're going to have to clarify, being the only person with an actual NPC, I think you might have to clarify what that means for us. Um, but it will be coming to the boxes and the standalone soon. Mm. So you may or may not be aware, um, the NPC, or at least the NPC Live that I have, is, is kind of like a door. It's, it's a sequence. For reference. 
There's an NPC live too, which I think is what Yanlik has. Yeah. So what you see in the window there is you can run a version of that software on your PC at home and use the same samples and so on. Obviously, there's uh, synergy to be experienced between having both and so on. I don't use it much myself. In fact, I've never used it. Um, But yeah, you can run a version of NPC on your on your laptop it's much like any other door i suppose but perhaps not as fully featured as the one you probably use all the time yeah but now you can stem separate on it which is Uh. awesome so let's take a quick look at what they've got uh in their video and then we'll talk about Mm -hmm. it and kind of what it means for sampling in general very much so. Uh, it, we'll play. A, we'll play a minute or so. It's a ten-minute video. It is up on YouTube, so you can see. Uh, we won't do a full thing, but it, you kind of get an idea of where we're going with it. So I'll press play. I've got like a real classic sound and sample here. Turn the light down low. Now the great thing about this sample, it has all of the elements that we need, which is drums, bass vocals and a melodic and it has that classic sounding feel to it so we might want to take out the vocal the bass or the drums and this is where mpc stems really does enhance your workflow so let's use our start and end points to find the part of the sample that we actually want to stem out so i'm going to use this section now we go to process and we navigate all the way to create stems here you'll see our four stem options that you can turn on and off so if you don't want to stem out the drums you can just simply turn that part off and then it won't be included. So we'll turn that on because we want all four parts. We can also set up our assignment to our pad, which will send the stems to that location. And we keep trim on, which is using our starting endpoints. So press do it. And then what it's doing now is processing the stems for us, which takes a few seconds. And then once that's completed, we'll navigate over to our main menu. And now let's play our stems. Now in Program Edit is where we can control our four stem layers. Take out the bass. That's awesome. All right, we'll stop it there because that's just to Mm. show you exactly what it does. Um, Things like Koala already do this, and I want to be clear about that. I mean, it's not hardware, but there are samplers that already do this to a degree. But there's a lot of artifacting on the Koala one. And this one, at least from the sound of it, and we'll... Curtis, you can put a link if you don't mind in the chat if anybody wants to watch it after. I mean, it sounds pretty pristine from what I've heard. Um, So there's a lot there because this really changes the whole workflow of samplers. Because if you just want the drums, you can get them now. You don't have to try and filter things out and do things like that or find specific sections and things like that. I mean, it changes a lot. And like we've talked about Serato Studio before, Koala for stem separation, but having it in a dedicated box. Once it's standalone, it's still not standalone at the moment. It, that makes a big difference, right, Ian? Like, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Although I think having it, I think having it in the standalone is the critical part because the yeah. I think the convenience that it offers is if you're already in the application you're going to use anyway, and yet you've got this <laughs> quite powerful new um, feature. That that's it. Because what you don't want to be doing is on a desktop running multiple, you know software pieces of software and transferring audio from one to the other you know that integration that workflow and that ease of use is is vital really especially when you know like we've often talked about you're trying to keep up with ideas and flow and so on you do not want to be messing around with different bits of software and so on it really kills the vibe so yeah hmm it's um 
I want to know when I can have it. Actually, I <laughs> play around with it. You'll actually use the desktop then, right? <laughs> um, or are you gonna wait till it's standalone? I don't know. Maybe if I can't wait for the standalone, maybe if my patience goes, I'll have a go on the desktop and uh, learn it for when it's ready on the standalone. There you go. There you go. I mean, it, this is crazy. I would love to see other samplers follow suit, but I don't know if they're tailored for it. Like, I find it hard to believe if the SP could add something like that because it's not as DAW as this, you know, and there's so much more, I feel like, to the MPC in that way, uh, even the Diggy Tact or something like that. Curtis, before we get to your take, a uh, quick thing from Ross in the chat. I know what stems are, but not how they actually work. Presumably, presumably there is something lost in the process. But that's mm. kind of what we're talking about when we say, um, <laughs> sorry, I saw Lars getting mad. I failed to mention machine. I always forget that one <laughs> just because it, it's not in my like, it's an awesome piece of gear. It's just not in my thing. Lars, let me know. I don't think stem separations on there, is it? I see him typing. He's going for it. <laughs> Let me know. But uh, Ross, to answer your question, sorry about that tangent. But um, that's what we mean when we say artifacting. Like if you mm. check out videos of koala sampler stem separation, you'll hear like little bits of other things or just like digital artifacts from the stem separation process. Serato Studio is pretty clean. And I think, Abby, if you're still in the chat, you've used... I think you used a one to separate something on the discord. There's like pro AI programs and stuff on the web that can do it as well. It's really cool to do Ross. If you haven't tried it, even just separating your own music, like I needed to mix a song that I made on the SP and I didn't have all the separate parts. So I couldn't change the mix. I stem separated it and then was able to adjust the drum side chain, the kick to the side chain, the bass to the kick and all that. So there's a lot more than just simple sampling that stem separation can do, or even just learning mm -hmm. a song, you can separate mm -hmm. the stems. You can be like, Oh, this is what the bass is actually doing. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of yeah. magic the first time you do it. It's crazy. For educational purposes, it's really good. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and if you don't intend on trying to take one track out of a song, if you're leaving it in a song and just rebalancing, the artifacts kind of don't matter because the rest of that mm. material is still exactly. in there as well. Exactly. It's more if you're trying to sample like, oh, I just want the drums and you get these bass artifacts. Well, now yeah. you have a key. So like if a, you did a, a, key. a perfect mix and then went, oh, maybe the maybe that kick drum's not loud enough and you put it up, you know, six yeah. decibels until it was way too loud, you could yeah. like, put it back down again and fix your mix. <laughs> There you go. I would love to see more nuanced stem separation, like more mm. instruments, because most of them seem to always be the four, like what this one had, yeah. you know, bass, vocals, drums, and melody, whatever. Two more chats before we get to you, Curtis. Uh, Lars says it is not on machine, so that's a bummer, but maybe it'll come. That is probably, I think, the closest similarity in MPC workflow, kind of like with that more DAW-like structure of it, at least from what I know of machine and all that. And MPC smiling hair says witchcraft. It it, yeah. it feels like magic when you first stem up. It's crazy. Even with the artifacts, it's still really cool. It to shouldn't see it. be Curtis, It's too difficult. It should, yeah, it shouldn't. Curtis, what's your take on all this? Uh, it made me look up how much an MPC Live Two is. Um, what is it? Twelve hundred. Uh, here mm. it's yeah yeah. So it's what it's about twenty. It yeah, about twelve hundred. You can get the yeah, one so without the speaker used. The the live one, and then there's the MP, the the MPC one as well. The mm -hmm. yeah, well, that's that's what I was kind of having a look at. Yeah, yeah. It's it made me it made me go it made me go okay, that's something. 
Uh, it did look really good. It looked really clean from the from the full video. It looks really clean, and that's again artifacting is the issue. And if you want something that's clean, um, and that seems to be the way to go, I can see Abby's uh, comment. Uh, that's right. Yeah, the studio. Chat. There is the, that one. Yeah. Yeah, the studio is only two hundred dollars. I have. I'm looking and saving to buy a sampler. And I want a hardware dedicated sampler sitting here right where this this keyboard is so that I can do my thing. And I want to be able to whack something in and just separate it and do it do it well, I suppose. Um that and that maybe look at NPC that perked up and I went, Oh, yeah, this maybe I'll have a look at that, you know. Um the it looks really good. It looks really dope. I again I'm the same as you. I'd like something a bit more nuanced. I would like to be able to because it like you say, you've got drums, bass, vocals, and other. I'd like to maybe have a few more nuances in that other, but I mean, we're in STEM separation world. This is the beginning of STEM separation. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be. Too I mean, just the fact stuff. that you can separate it to even just those four is crazy. Mm, like, just, even great. the thought of that a couple of years ago would be like, what? <laughs> that yeah. like smiling air says witchcraft. And really quick, Pat Brady says uh, new NPC coming though. Yeah, I've I've heard. Yeah. I mean, there's been rumors of like a new NPC live or the one. I haven't heard any recent ones, but uh, I'm sure you're you're onto something. I'll I'll look into it because I'm curious. But uh, I know they yeah. did the that SE edition of the is it the X that really big MPC. They did like a slightly updated version of that one recently. So mm -hmm. I think they're about due. So yeah, uh, if you know any yeah, details or rumors, Pat, let us know because I'm curious to hear what's what's going on in the MPC world. Because I was oh. so close to getting an MPC instead of the DigiTac, but I really wanted more of that like those machines the slice mm. the sample machines on the diggy tact and just that more like not daw workflow not that there's anything yeah. wrong with it but that's yeah. just what it, like the way i wanted to go with this setup over here because i got the daw over here like on the computer mm -hmm. so i wanted something completely separate but mpc is awesome uh before we yeah. move on a couple more chats smiling air says fl studio went very loud about stems recently and it's all otherworldly to me another thing i need to learn then i mean there's definitely learning to it but it's it's not that there's not that much to learn really all you do is you put something in it and tell it to separate and now you've got like a mix basically of yeah. it so it's just if you do something where you sample or want to learn songs or something it has a really cool use there's some really cool use cases for it and uh lars says studio looks cool little stripped down though so uh -huh. yeah uh, but mm. but I like that they have all these tiers that you can kind of like, oh, I want to test the waters of the NPC. Well, you've got the little studio you can check out. So, yeah. Mm. I don't think it'll be long until Native Access come out with their own version. It won't be oh, long. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I sure. wouldn't have thought so. On the back of this, like, there's no way. SEM separation is such a big thing at the moment. There's no way that Native Access won't go, hey, we got this too. You know, come and buy ours yeah. instead. You know. Um, because so... Yeah. Native Instruments owns Isotope, right? I'm sure yeah. Isotope is going to have or has something that does stuff like that. I'm sure there'll be some, you know, hmm. something's probably coming, whether it's from yeah. Isotope or otherwise. But <laughs> yeah, there's always something coming. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, um, there, there is this. I mean, you can still get it in the software for now. You can still like that RipX hit and next that we did uh, last year. They have got stem separations. As you said, Serato Studio. I've got Serato Studio installed on here, but I've never actually done anything with it. So I don't know the quality of Serato Studio stem separation. It's awesome. Uh, it's all, remember, I good, separated yeah. your song with it and made a remix for a YouTube video. Oh, yes, yeah. you did. Yes, you but did. Guys, just me. Do you think we'll find in, in years to come, like, 
way out into the future a bit. They'll have stem separators that you get plugins for them that, that mimic bad stem separators from the past. The koala I mean, filter, right? Artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> have... Koala artifacting, yeah. <laughs> Just to try and make it a bit more, you know. Yeah. Vibey. <laughs> Vintage. If you are making something glitch and you are making something a bit trippy, then there's nothing wrong with a bit of artifacting. Um, oh, well done, Steve. Nice one. Uh, did Steve he just the opened door? the door. Oh, he did. I he the door. It. There you go. Just yeah. let himself out. There you go. Uh, he's obviously happy about that. Uh, <laughs> there you go. He's like, I'm out. Enough of stems. Stem separations, not enough of stems. Yeah, yeah he's a bit like of a purist, isn't he? Yeah, analog <laughs> purist. That's Steve right there. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, this is not for everyone apparently, especially overfed cats who are getting grumpy because it's a past their bedtime. Anyway, um... <laughs> well, we have an audience that that we know who to cater to, right? You know, exactly, exactly. If you want to hear like about more, do you want to hear more of Steve's shenanigans over the week? Come find my live stream after the show. There are some stories yeah. from this week. Anyway, uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if you're getting into stem separation. What would you use it for? Why are you using it? Let us know. Um, Obviously, we are big and uh, big on stem separation, trying to do that kind of thing. We'd like to know what you think. Yeah, um, new applications for it as well. Mm -hmm. And while I you're at so. it, what does that guy need to in include on the new MPC if there is one? More RAM. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I get that. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, more RAM. <laughs> more RAM. The ability to create um, disk. Yeah. There's two to start here, Rob. Yeah. There you go. Please. We got you started. Finish it in the chat. Please, uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm looking for a nice segue, um, but I'm just going to go for it. Um, this uh, this show is brought to us by our patrons, and thank you ever so much. Uh, there's many of our patrons in the chat today. Uh, Lars, who's in the green room waiting for the round robin. Um, we've got uh, Abby in here. We've got Ben doing here. Thank you ever so much. We really appreciate your support, and it is your support and the community that you are building um that means that we can keep on doing this so ever thank you for uh, everything if you are watching back live or you happen to be watching on spotify or apple music or listening on apple music um and you're not a patron and you like what we do and you want to see us do more then consider heading over to patreon patreon.com slash audionautic and becoming that um Pledges start as little as two dollars, um, and they get access to uh, coming onto this live stream uh, for the round robin. We have our own uh, discussions in Discord. Uh, you can help build the show, um, and we have our own monthly hangout where, when the big scary world is just doesn't understand what a ladder filter is, we can come down and talk about it for hours on end. Uh, it's beautiful. It's a lovely community. Um, we've got releases coming out through the whole of this year. And you'll get early access uh, to our releases, minus Sun Warpers um, and everything else. So it's going to be fun. Sun Warper, what else do they get? No, I mean, there's a lot. But biggest thing is uh, Discord chats, early access to all the label releases we're putting out, things like that. If you want to check it out, head to patreon.com slash audionautic. The link is in the description. And it's your support that allows us to do these podcasts every week and continue to build our uh, Discord, which we're is growing. It's quite lively. It's a space on the internet where we can talk since music marketing, production, and more with like-minded producers. And we don't have to worry. You know, everyone knows what we're talking about, and we all get excited about the same thing. So it's a great space uh, to just hang out and talk about these things. And I, I want to go really quick 
it's kind of a segue, but uh, Smiling Airs has a couple good ones in the chat. Uh, first, about the, uh, the, the, the artifacting from stems. Smiling Air says, you've just predicted tomorrow's vinyl emulators. And uh, they don't think it's going to be RAM. They think it's going to be a TikTok button that's going to be added to the FPC. Yeah, I, I can see that. Is that a download or an upload, though, I'm wondering? Oh, what if it's both? So you could sample TikTok so you can really go viral. It'll be like viral button and upload button. Yeah. Yeah. We like we heard we heard you like virals. We put a viral button on your viral. So when you go viral, we can make it go viral again. You can stem split the TikTok. There you go. That's that's what they're working towards. That's what they're working towards. That's the future. Possibilities. Lars says, if you aren't putting your jams on TikTok, are you even doing jams? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. <laughs> that's true. It is. Very Do you much even so. exist? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not on TikTok, so therefore I don't exist. Um, yeah, it's like it's the whole, you know, if a tree falls in a forest thing, you know, if a producer Nobody hears it, right? Yeah. not appear on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. exist. Well, anyways, let's get off the TikTok because that's enough dystopian <laughs> discussion. But uh, MPC Stems <laughs> looks awesome. If you have any other ideas or what you want to see that's not a TikTok button on the MPC, or that is, you know, maybe you want to see that, put it in the chat, put it in the comments if you're watching back. But let's move on to Curtis's most excited. I think this is the most excited I've seen you in a while about a piece of really? gear. And uh, I think instead of a sampler, he's going for this one. Yeah, are we talking I... Trumpy level excitement? or I think beyond. I think beyond. beyond. Yeah. Chompy beyond. Chompy beyond. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. This is really nice. I get, I, uh, we did live and last week and that was a similar price around about 240, $250, I believe. Um, and for a similar price, 240, 240, right. For a similar price, uh, you can get yourself this, uh, which if you share the screen, yeah, the CPM DS2, which if I can get that, I'll play the full video with thingy in a minute. I was going to get a whole thing where you see that. This is an analog drone synthesizer um uh with uh two analog th 3340 oscillators uh two sub oscillators two analog filters 14 lfo waveforms two lfo wave selectors seven lfo routing switches uh 12 modular patch points so it's euro rack compatible which is a beautiful little notion whacking that into little euro rack eight vintage reverbs uh a vintage delay uh, an effects mixer, stereo output, a built-in speaker. It runs on six AA batteries, uh, and what was saying? And it's got five LFO depth attenuators. I just love the look of this, and it's only for two hundred sixty dollars. Two hundred sixty dollars, if you can get this. This looks absolutely amazing, and it sounds bloody lovely, as they say up in Manchester. Oh, you uh, know he means it. business when he's going in that <laughs> dialect. <laughs> oh. Bloody lovely. Uh, let's I just really quick, I put it up already, but <laughs> Lars is like, I can hear the passion in your voice. Yeah, this is the most excited oh, wow. I've seen him. Is it? It's monophonic, right? Yeah, because it. Yeah, mm. it's monophonic, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's monophonic. Uh, it's 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 for creating drones, and so this looks like the uh, the ambient gold mine, and I would just love it to have it sitting here and just making some weird ass tunes. I'm gonna play the video and then we'll talk about it. All right, I'll shut up for a sec. You ready? <laughs> can Lars. you about this? Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's trippy. <laughs> that's quite the yeah. trip. And it looks like we already sold Lars on it. Lars, I think you have, don't you have a stylophone or something? I know this is like a modular synth, but I think you have something, right? I, I thought I've I saw him, him using something, something. Like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. He can correct mm. us. So, well, he wants, he wants to do a, beat. He, there we go. Yeah. Stylophone beat. There you go. He wants to do a full hardware, full out of the box kind of doorless thing. So, stylophone thing only. Dollars album. There you go. Play it. It's great. It looks. It looks amazing. I saw it and I was just like, well, we were only an houring about Liven over the last couple of weeks, so, uh, last week, and then when the other one came out, and I was kind of umming and ahhing about it, but I saw this and I was like, if I had two hundred sixty dollars, I'd be like, give, 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 give. Mm. I love it. I I just want to mention too. I find it very interesting. Like the, uh, I mean, it's just whatever fits your own needs. But like the the Liven has drums you can do like full kind of chiptune kind of sounds this is a dedicated like drone synth you know what i mean it's same price <laughs> different different uh uses and stuff like that just interesting and those price points you can get a wide range of like whatever you need like if you want to make little chiptune tracks like the the live and what is it mega synthesizer mega synthesis mm -hmm. that's like it but if you want drones like you got it it's just cool that I, at, now we're seeing in the small price point because we always talk like there was only one company really starting to put stuff in that price point. It seemed now we're starting to see other companies pop up and that's what we've been waiting for. So I, I think that's why we always talk about these because it's good to see these, not just beginner price points, but uh, low price points. <laughs> Smiling here says, you're saying this needs some chip tune added. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I mean, everything can have some chip tune added. Sure. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's interesting that at this price point, how wide ranging it can be now. And I just thought mm. it was funny that Curtis is so amped up about like not a dedicated drone machine, but like it does pretty Something much one thing, really, right? Yeah, narrow. It, yeah, like a very limited thing. But if that's what you need, it's what you need. I'm not trashing it mm. in any way. Just saying like that versus this thing that can. Do, I mean, it's still limited because it? it looks. It, it sounds great. There's some. There's some tearing, bending waveforms that mm. I haven't heard since that Soma Terra. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? The great, great big piece mm -hmm. of wood. Yeah, I remember that. Mad bending, like completely destroying sounds and mute, mutating them into other sounds, which I really liked. And this sounds a little bit like that when you use it quick. Mm. Um, yeah. But it, it looked like it's got a plate reverb on it as well. Ooh. It does, yeah. And that's I, I think that's kind of why... I'm so excited by it. Yes, it's dedicated. Yes, it's not like you can do lots of things with it. Part of kind of where I'm seeing kind of everything has a function in my setup, right? So I've got the bass, I've got the I've got the arps, you know, for now I've got the beats in Ableton, you know, I've got a MIDI keyboard over here, that kind of thing. They all serve a purpose and they all serve a thing, right? I just like the idea of being able just to create this drone and just have this drone go through and just keep on going and just being able to play with the parameters, but it just keeps bending. And that one single point comes and just, just stays throughout and is modulated and kind of directs where everything else goes. And it's in a box that big. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's the it. charm of it, though. Like a master of one, basically, right? Like even Chompy, mm -hmm. if you watch some of the reviews coming out about Chompy, they're like, it does one thing really well. Like that's what it yeah. does. There's nothing wrong with that. I I just thought it was interesting that at this price point we're seeing such different results, and I think that's really cool. That's all. I I, I think it's awesome to have something that's a dedicated, that has a dedicated function. 
like, oh, I want this drone box so that when I need drones, I can go to this thing and just go crazy with it and see what happens. And and then you're not stuck with learn. It's not like the most complex learning process either, because you can just get it going real quick and mm -hmm. figure out where, what you need and where you want to go with it. Like Lars says, uh, it does one thing and it does it well. And Ross says, I think this is more of a question, right, to, to Curtis, but uh, still planning on connecting it to your guitar pedals, though, because you got your guitar pedals all set up for that for your streams, right? Yeah, it will go into the it will go into the mixer. It would do. I mean, this is a hypothetical. I'm not going to buy it anytime soon, but the it would go into the mixer and everything. All the mixer run through the effects pedal. So yeah, it would do, which is even more synthesis goodness. Yeah, mm. there you go. So it's got a dual engine of, of analog um, oscillators and filters. It's got tons of waveform shapes and so on. It's got dual stereo outputs. It's got a, an effects mixer and a line in. So Ooh, you yeah. can use it as an effects box as well, as far as I can see. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really because we were talking on the Discord about the uh, let me see, I got it here the NTS one because it's got some mm -hmm. really cool built in effects and it's got a external in so you can send you know you can send audio into it and use it as an effects box. That that's awesome. I love mm -hmm. that because like when you get those crazy effects and LFOs and all that, sending guitar into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got one of these and had a lot of fun with that because it's got <laughs> a, quite an interesting delay circuit on it. I think this Ooh, yeah. be uh, a step above that. I hear that. Was it the monotrons? It. Does anybody remember those Korg? The Korg monotrons. The little like blue and that they had the delay one. I think they, mm. you could at least the delay monotron. one you could send. What do you mean? Was it mono? Yeah. Uh, well, I can't remember the name, but yeah. Well, like sampling things. I have one somewhere, but I don't know where. But uh, yeah, I had the little, the little blue one. And uh, Smiling Airs asked, wait line in so i can run wavetables into it you could run basically anything oh and mm -hmm. lars thank you mono tribe is the larger version all right yeah let me let me Let's actually just google it really quick I, they're these tiny yeah monotron that was it okay let me see if i can yeah. share this monotron and monotron. Just to show uh, yeah no i can't at the moment but it, I'll, I'll post it we'll show it in the next one i'll find it and we'll show it in the next live stream next week because they're awesome oh there's a delay okay. with modulation on it as well that's the one i was talking about yeah you could send i think you could send audio into that one and it, I, you might have been able to do it to any of them i'll check because the one i have i think is the blue one uh which wasn't delay but yeah they were awesome because they were like a stylophone similar to the nts1 they had this terrible little thing and you could just slide on it but yeah and but this is example, way, obviously is semi-modular as well. Yeah. So you can match yeah. it up to a modular rig. There's a lot you could do with it. I get the excitement, Curtis. I was not diminishing it whatsoever. I just no. thought it was interesting I, at that price point to see such different goals in like the product, it, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I want to echo and come back to what you were saying as well about the notion that we're seeing more and more of these synthesizers come through at a relatively cheap price. It's uh, two hundred fifty dollars. It was about six k, seven k. That's not much in the UK. Sorry, two hundred nine pounds. Pounds. Two hundred twenty. Right, I'm with you. And it's, it's. Mm. I mean, the grand scheme of things, it's bugger all, and it's great, and it's, you know, one of the. It's keep it keep, keeps the kids. Uh, interested in hardware and not going completely into the box which is a great place to be yeah which is funny because i think when we were talking 
like in the star stream or something a couple weeks ago it was all about like yeah just getting rid of the the hardware and going to off <laughs> yeah. i was like no you can't do it you gotta have some hardware <laughs> you gotta have some hardware gotta have some hardware uh very much so so yeah let's know am i the only one who's jazzed up about this am i the only person who no we're all seeing what it will cost <laughs> I want to see. Also, if anyone wants a live demo, you can just send me one and I'll do it. Uh, Silophone, if you're watching, uh, happy to promote the fuck out of it. Um, I'd love it. I absolutely love it. So, yeah, speaking of loving, um, we have a wonderful weekend coming up. Um, it is the official release of the full Music for Imagine Landscapes from Sunwarper. Um, and to, to say, one wunderbar and to, to celebrate we are having a listening party on saturday um saturday um which is uh, 11 a.m pacific same time as adsn today which is uh, 7 p.m utc 8 p.m central european time um we're having a listening party we're gonna sit we're gonna chill we're gonna listen to the whole bloody thing and it's gonna be amazing um so yeah if you're down uh Come and say hi on Saturday. I'll put the link in the chat for anyone can see. I'll also put it in the show notes after this. Um, I'm going to sit there with a beer. I will be pretending to work and uh, listening to this. It's going to be great. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I'm very excited to finish it. And this is our launch of the 2024 slate of label releases. We're testing out the all kinds of stuff with it. But uh one of the things I want to show beyond the listening party that we'll be doing, uh I, we've got merch. So this was there's a book and a CD and the book has the whole story with all the artwork. But these are things we're testing for our label. So you'll be seeing lots of stuff from our label artists uh there on Audionautic, I think it's audionauticrecords.bandcamp.com but yeah very excited to get all the physicals figured out and all that stuff. The book came out really well. Curtis was crazy with making the backgrounds. We did a vote on Instagram to see what everybody liked the best because we were having this, we were coming to blows whether we should do a black and white background or this crazy gradient one that he did. And and the gradient one won out narrowly, but 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 it went out and it was, it was a lot of fun, but we appreciated everybody in the community, the Discord, our patrons chimed in and uh, it's just been a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody there. And uh, Ross asks like this on YouTube. Uh, I don't think you can have video, so it'll just be. It's on Bandcamp. Uh, it's it's sunwarper.bandcamp.com, and there's an RSVP. If you hit that, it'll like tell you when it comes up. We'll put the link. I think he already put it, but there's the link, um, and I'll put it in the description. But yeah, we'll be in the chat, so it'll be a text chat like what you're all doing on the chat. Uh, but maybe after we might be able to do or i might at least be able to hop on quickly live on like my youtube or if we want to do it on audio like let us know if you guys want to have a quick hangout after or patrons you know anything like that let us know but uh yeah it's going to be a lot of fun and we're looking forward to seeing all of you there so yeah that'd be amazing eon lake what are you, are you going to be here yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i want to listen to the whole thing in the way that it should be listened to that it was mm -hmm. that it was intended yeah i mean it was written <laughs> monthly so it, it could be listened either way but it did come together in the end to i think fit in an interesting way so yeah well it's i think it's like going on a cruise through all these imagined landscapes that's that is mm -hmm. the point yeah check out you'll mm -hmm. see if you if you check out the story because i'm gonna i'm posting on my 
Instagram and stuff, the, the full story, the full story. But uh, there's like a whole story of like a interstellar traveler going to new worlds and seeing all this. And so, yeah, it kind of worked out in that way. But um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really excited for the booklet and stuff as well. It's the first time we've done something like this and uh, the notion of really being able to put the story out there behind the tracks as well. And like, not just, you know, here's some artwork, here's some music, jobs are good. And, you know, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, that kind of thing. But now we can kind of go through and we can kind of sit down and talk about each track as they come through. And we'll be doing a little bit of that next week. Uh, we're doing a bit, we'll be a bit more gear and kind of like uh, production orientated, but it's a really, we're really pushing it this year. This notion of getting in the nitty gritty of, the stories behind what we all talk about um, and this is a great start because some has got some really interesting stories really kind of nice ways now i say as someone who's like sit and talks to him on a daily basis this man going through his life as it is in reality and then see these songs come out on a monthly basis and you can kind of see where they come from and it's really i can't wait to share it with everyone it's gonna be amazing yeah it, it was it was a stressful journey near the end when the when the baby was born but I got it done. I got it done. And I'm actually yeah. most proud of some of the later tracks because like the second to last one was in this weird time signature because we talked about it in the discord. We we're talking all different time signatures. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll just do that. And then, uh, yeah. So it's it's fun to experiment, try different things. Smiling air is asked, not sober. You don't have to be sober. There's this. Sobriety is optional. Yeah, sobriety's optional. Lars says, who wants to be sober on a Saturday? So it looks like Lars will join you. You know, you guys can. And I think Curtis said he's going to have a brew. So, yeah, you're all good. I'll, I'll, I'll be at work. I'll be uh, I'll be overseeing a middle school disco. But I'll have oh, a so No brew for you then. <laughs> I, I rescind the brew. Yeah. I am brew for you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like 8 p.m. Uh, on uh, your time it starts it finishes that's the thing so it finishes it starts at six because they're middle schoolers right and it'll be finished at eight which is when this starts so i'm going to oh, shut yeah. off around about 7 30 and try and be home for around about 10 past eight we're going to see there you we're go. going to see <laughs> made to be so exactly it's going to be a fun night either way just again similar to a star stream just because it's chill yeah. with some like-minded people and just talk bollocks about production um so yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I don't have a segue, so I'm just going to go through it. We do have <laughs> that's a uh, segue um, in its own right. <laughs> <laughs> we have some really interesting news coming out of the UK. My homeland, my home world, has done something right for once. Uh, the UK government rules out a broad copyright exception for AI training. This is a wonderful little piece coming out of uh, Music Ally or Musical.ly. Basically, the UK government has decided not to allow AI companies to freely use copyrighted content without a license, rejecting a previous proposal for such an exemption. Um, initially, the government has considered opposing the exception and with support of the committee has successfully kept pressure on the government to reject the idea. Um, but basically, it means now that as of early 2024, AI companies who are using copyrighted material to feed their AI and make their AI have to pay a fee and they can't do it anymore, which is wonderful news for artists. There's been a lot of controversy, especially around things like Mid Journey, for example, where they've been using uh, copyrighted materials to feed the AI and make the AI uh, grow. And it's seemingly, in this, re in this regard, to music at the very least, that that will no longer be a problem. So that's a little public service announcement. That's a very nice way of looking at it. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, but looks like Ross already did in the chat. It, it is nice, first of all, just like they say, but uh, how could they police companies using that information? Like, how, how would they know if it was used? I mean, I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you can ask, like, chat GPT, like, what's your source? But I don't think it divulges that information. And I was listening to, I think it was a Wall Street Journal is doing a podcast all about, like, the story of OpenAI, the makers of chat GPT. And I think it said that they've stopped stating like what their training material is and all that. So it's interesting. I don't know if the article said it, if you read uh, that, if you saw that section, I mean, if it's mentioned, but I'm just curious, like, and I, I don't know all the ins and outs of AI, but how would they know like, oh, this was used or something? I, th I think in theory, as far as I understand it, it doesn't say anything about that in the article. As far as I understand it, it is a case of if you're like audited or if you are, approached by an official body looking to inspect this stuff and you it's a basically they're making a criminal offense for you to lie somebody makes essentially maybe yeah 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 um so whereas before it was kind of a gray area and it's like saying well yeah we use copyright material but no one said we couldn't which is which is kind of how it's gone down i can't believe they asked for um, exemption to do that though like what <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to do what you got to do. Like, I mean, we could go into a whole ethical debate about uh, copyright and copyright infringement and stuff like that. But what this has done is it's shown consistently that there is this idea that you can't just rip off material. You can't do that, which is nice. And that's a good thing in that regard. Like mid-journey stable diffusion. I, I don't know about stable diffusion, actually, so I don't want to get I don't want to get in trouble. But I know that mid-journey, for example, has just basically... Uh, ripped copyright material from the internet, fed it into the AI, and then that's how they've made their AI so good. And this is saying that, no, they're saying that that's not cool. And that's, that's a good precedence. That's interesting. Another thing I had seen about AI was that it's trained by it, but it's not like ripping that. It's not actually just going, I'm taking this small piece of that. And that's, I, I mean, if anybody knows how the AI works in that way, or it probably depends also on the algorithm used, all that, the training and all that, but, um, I was reading, I think on Reddit or something. So who knows the validity, but that it's not like just ripping, oh, this small section of this piece of art and this one, like it's using that to then design, like how we would say influenced by, you know, this artist and this artist or something. But it's such a weird fine line anyways. Like how do you determine all that? So just interesting. But I think this is good. I mean, this is good news. I think it's very interesting. Lars says AI is a hallucination generator. I mean, yeah, when you get the AI hallucinating, it's when oh. they start hallucinating. It's crazy. The yeah, interesting times we live in. That's all I gotta say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ian, do you have any thoughts? Many, often. <laughs> That's such a Specifically joke. to this context, <laughs> it actually starts my head spinning a bit because I start thinking about well, how does AI write a song and produce yeah. a song? I mean, where where does the audio come from? It's not, it's not rummaging around the studio like me again, right? What we got there? I think I'll need a <laughs> piano for this. And, you know, so, so what is it using? It must be taking existing audio of some kind and and manipulating it and changing it. I don't know. Mm. It's um, and as far as how would you know what was used? I mean, what happens when you set AI on AI? Where you go, right? Generate a song, but make it so that you can't tell where the bits came from and you go right you ai are gonna listen to this and figure out how they did it um yeah 
I, I don't know. I just see this like escalating war of complexity, and then mm -hmm. I start thinking about um, AI designing other AI, and you know, you're getting different layers of AI in the end, where you develop something that's so complicated you never could have done it on your own. Only 150 AIs could have designed something that complicated. And about that time, I need to calm down and have a cup of tea or something, I think. Just get outside and breathe for a second yeah, before, that, yeah. before Skynet inevitably takes the uh, the air <laughs> yeah. away from you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't. I did, sorry, sorry, mate. I didn't mean to cause anxiety uh, to dwell up inside you. Uh, that's, You're giving that's him an existential wanted, crisis, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to send you into a spiral of existentialism. I just wanted to know what you thought. <laughs> I, I think it's very interesting to know this and I, I'm glad to see steps taken in this way and Lars mm -hmm. says it takes pieces of data and rearranges them into patterns that it recognizes so maybe that is what it all does uh, I, I'm not sure I mean I, I just had heard otherwise but I mean it makes more sense that it would be this way I just was asking the question because I'm curious if anybody knows for sure or anything but like I was saying it sounds like even these AI companies and things like that don't exactly divulge the way they're doing these things yeah. so well, but maybe this is a step, though. Any guitar parts, so. <laughs> maybe this is a step, though, in that direction of like they will be required by law to divulge, like, hey, it's trained by this. Here's, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, it's interesting. So we'll see. But like I said okay. last week, it also feels a little bit like we're doing ourselves out of the fun jobs again. Yeah, that is mm. a crazy part. And I think somebody in that Wall Street Journal podcast was saying they thought maybe it was even uh, Sam Altman, the what is it, CEO of OpenAI, but somebody was saying like they expected AI would take the the difficult jobs, you know, the driving and the mm. manual labor like this and that, and then it ended up just doing all the creative things. It's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. I think that that kind of makes sense. I, to be honest, that kind of makes sense. Having lived in that world for a while, that does make sense. Like, you know, artists and freelancers charge more and more money and there's time and there's backs and forth and there's rewrites and there's redos and stuff like that and if you're a corporation or your business and you just want something yesterday and you don't particularly care about how good or bad it is it makes sense to use ai it is the market driving the market in that regard yeah, it sucks it, i'm not market. saying it's a good thing i thought I'm you were gonna say something thing. about monkeys or something but <laughs> well, not quite, I mean, I can I can tell you, but I mean, I can always talk about monkeys, but not in this regard. <laughs> yeah, a couple bits of chat. Ross says, uh, machine learning could do the legwork leg prior to its data being passed to AI for a refined algorithm. And Smiling Air says, exactly, where the hell are the robots for the shitty jobs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We did the vacuum cleaners and then gave up then. Started yeah. giving yeah. them good jobs. Yeah. And they didn't do a very good job of it. The one that my dad's one upstairs just keeps bumping into things. It's horrible. It doesn't even clean. <laughs> yep. And that's that's kind of sounds like AI in general. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a whole nother podcast. We'll Lars says his robot vacuum is awful. Just a, well, just, a ter just terrible political views. <laughs> smokes too many cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible horrible vacuum nobody likes it it's not very kind it's not very kind yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah um it does set a good precedence it is nice it uh copyright is something that we consistently come back to it is something that we as artists and musicians need to keep aware of and keep abreast of um 
because yeah it's your stuff and you've got to protect your stuff to the extent that you want to protect your stuff i'm all right wait, personally wait, but some people really I, like it i, I gotta share this <laughs> Lars says my daughter named it curvy because it sucks <laughs> <laughs> sorry thanks Lars. that was a good one <laughs> I, tell you what, I think it's about time that we brought Lars on really um yeah, yeah we'll move uh, over to the round robin and what we're talking about today is still about copyright to a degree we're talking yeah, sampling and where to find yeah. samples we'll go we'll talk a little bit about ways to not deal with copyright in a totally legal way for sampling in terms oh, of sampling yeah. yourself but uh or going through and getting it approved but that's a nightmare as i think curtis can attest to but um yeah. Yeah. This is the round robin. So Curtis will explain what the round robin is for those that aren't familiar. But um, in the round robins, patrons can join in. So Lars has patiently been waiting both in the chat and in the green room. So Lars, just give me a thumbs up if you're ready to hop in. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a thumbs up. It's 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 got light. There we go. Yeah, the light was yeah. like, <laughs> I just saw like a, a hand and then light just like shining. You'll see when I let him in. While I let him in, Curtis, can you just uh, give us a brief on what the round robin is for those unfamiliar? Mm. Yeah, so the round the round robin is our collective discussion segment of the show. We usually take a question, we take an idea, a concept or something related to music production and, com and composition. And then we just throw it out to people throw it out to the community see what we all think in the idea of it in well with the idea of sharing our knowledge and wisdom so that we together we can grow it can be existential it can be about production itself it can be something uh work related tips or tricks or whatever and this week we're talking about where we f thank you you beat me to the punch some more but thank you ever so much you're Sorry, talking man, I about thought, you were talking i wanted to let you yeah, have your moment yeah. <laughs> it's cool i appreciate it uh this is what we're talking about sourcing samples going massively with the s alliteration today um if you hadn't noticed um and we're going to keep that going because yeah we're looking at where we get our samples from sampling is something we're all fascinated by and we're all exploring um but where the devil can you get them there's many different facets and there's many different ways and we're going to just share some ideas some common some less so in that regard but first lars that's a hell of a mustache how you doing sir hmm. Oh, and he froze right on cue. That was... <laughs> Why, thank you. I'm uh, growing it back out. I've been on leave for almost a month. I'm, yeah. I got to bring more facial hair to this. You know, every there time you I go, see yeah. you guys, it's Curtis and Sun Warper with the facial hair. And I can't get Eon Lake to grow a beard. Well, nah. I don't know if you've ever mentioned it to him, but I mean, we could we could start like a, a GoFundMe or something for him to grow a beard. <laughs> that would quickly turn into a go shave me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get it's a beard a transplant. Look. <laughs> not a good look, no. There you go. I'll do one of those ones that's white at the front and then uh, dark everywhere else. Pencil it in, man. Oh, it's perfect. I have to grow out the facial hair because for whatever mm. reason, my eyebrows are straight white. Like, if I'm not wearing glasses, you can't even tell I have eyebrows. So I have to have some kind of facial hair. Otherwise... Did anybody does anybody remember the movie Powder back in the 90s? Oh my god, did no. I just age myself? Damn it. All right, never mind. I'm old enough to have seen it, definitely. <laughs> I just didn't. Oh, yeah. All right, well, well, let's get into samples. Uh, then okay. we'll, we'll just move right along for you, Lars. We got you covered. Uh Curtis, 
should, would you care to start the uh, the sample train with uh, splice and things like that? Yeah, you're yeah. a splice um, man. I yeah, I'm a, I'm a splice man. I love splice. Um, splice is it's it's the go to trendy thing at the moment, and it's one of those things that you you know you, it's samples that you have you don't really own and it's not traditional and it's great um there's a sheer abundance instant creativity it does have a monthly fee um and you do run into some problems which i'll get into in a minute i just want to bring up splice for anyone who doesn't know what it is, is um, it they've reached say it again is it royalty free it is royalty free completely and utterly royalty free the only caveat to that is that there's no limit to who can download the samples so if you get a popular sample chances are i'm well, not chances are i've seen it i've seen it in once i've seen it once but where multiple people have downloaded the same sample which it, if you're if you if you're not editing your samples, then I kind of more fool you, I suppose. I should be saying, like, if you're not editing your samples after you sample, that's the fun of it. Then you yeah, deserve there's one thing. You there's get. one thing to keep in mind though, because things like um, uh, what's it called? Copyright strikes, and um, oh, I'm totally blanking on the word, but like CD Baby, they can they can check for sound. Like if you mm -hmm. go through CD Baby and say, hey, do the copyright checks and strike things like. You could have issues because even though the, it's technically royalty free, if someone marks this song as "Hey, this was my song," like on you know CD Baby, then that will be copyright struck anytime a similar sounding sample happens. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we've got a couple of people in the chat mentioning the same thing. So before we share Splice, this is I, I wanted to bring this up because this is good to know uh, in general. So make sure you're always repitching samples if you're getting it, or chopping them up if you're getting full sounds. Chop them up in you know a sampler on an SP, anything you've got, and uh, do crazy things with it. But repitch is usually a good way to avoid copyright in general, just saying. Mm -hmm. uh, Smiling Air says, splice samples get copyright strikes the moment after someone uses them first. Yeah, and I think it would also depend if their distributor and things like that are, if you're choosing, the person uploading is choosing to copyright strike things through their distributor. Because like on CD Baby, you can choose yes or no. DistroKid, I think you have to pay extra for them to do that check. Uh, J Bell says royalty free. However, you will, and that's all caps. Getting copyright <laughs> yeah. struck. And uh, Smiling Air says, but yes, resample them, or I won't pretend to care when you cry. Yeah, <laughs> harsh words, harsh words, but, but but quite true, but quite true. But yeah, resample, repitch, do things like that. When it comes to YouTube, especially, I mean, just since we're talking sampling in general, if you repitch sounds, typically the YouTube algorithm will not catch it. But you don't know yes. what some if it's something like spice, you don't know what someone else is repitching to. So if you go down four semitones and they did that too, and then did the copyright thing, yeah. So make sure you chop it up, do things like that. Yeah, big brain, Lars. Big, big <laughs> brain. brain. That's how you go like, oh. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I want to just uh, I want to go into this a little bit. So what the wonderful thing about this is the instant creativity. If you want to, if great for beat makers, if you want to make a certain type of genre, you can. You just type in the genre, you just filter it and everything, and it's really intuitive in that sense, and it's really good. You get credits, and you can download either uh, a single cre uh, single samples one by one, or you can download the entire pack. It's really cool. So you just hit drum and bass, for example, and it will take you all through. Uh, all the different ones, uh, all of them here. You can sample your samples. It will tell you the key. It will tell you the BPM, uh, you, and it will tell you how long they are. You get even a little waveform there. I don't know if you can hear that. Nice drum and bass. 
And down here, once you download it, you can change the key. You can do it all outside and then import the fresh sample into your DAW. It also, there's a bridge to your DAW, which is quite cool as well. I really, I like Splice. Mm. It's really cool. Um, it is really nice. Just make sure you save your samples in another folder because they get, they do say you can keep your samples, but also you don't get access to your samples through Splice if you fail to make your subscription payment, which I often do. Um, the other thing I just wanted to quickly show is this new thing that they've brought in recently. It's in it's in beta mode at the moment, but you've got this create where you style and you can it will give you it will give you loops and it will give you things to play around with, um, and you can just sub them out. You can move them through, add more stats and different things, for example, and it uses AI to give you some loop again instant beat making yeah there's some really else. interesting new companies I, I haven't talked about them yet because i'm still looking into it but making ai sample packs like you give a prompt and it creates a sample pack out of it like oh make piano <laughs> jazzy piano in the style of bill evans and it now i i did that one exactly and it came back with what had to be midi of like 808s doing jazz drums and then yeah. like you know an e-piano doing like bill evans style jazz so it's not it's not quite exactly there right yet. Then, yeah but it was it was interesting Absolutely but yeah things like money. that there's also tracklib which you can check out as well tracklib yeah. you can get like full tracks and it also stem separates and there's a whole through them it's actually interesting from what i've seen you can do like um you can it, it's different royalty tiers depending on the song you use and how much of it so you can actually put mm -hmm. the song out there approved for usage and not deal with copyright strikes supposedly now i'm not super familiar with it but from what i've seen you can actually go through them to release the thing and get the cop the proper legal copyright things and all the splits and things like that and then you're good to go supposedly theoretically but uh, if anybody has used Tracklib and and has either good stories or horror stories with that oh looks like lars so we'll lars uh, let us know but chat if you've done it too lars go ahead so i did check it out at one point i want to say it was probably about a year year and a half ago but uh -huh. the library they have is very, very, very limited. Like, I okay. was not able to find very much. And most of what I could find was uh, classical music, of all things, mm. which is really cool for sampling. You can always, it's real, mm. it's a real wealth of sampling in classical music there. But, you know, if you're thinking like, oh, well, I can take this hook from like this, like 60s Motown song that I want to do. No, no, it is not there interesting okay well there you go uh anything else regarding splice curtis uh not from me there's a few things in the chat and uh, yeah, it looks like what... a lot of people are getting flashbacks today first it was lars sorry about that lars with the powerpoint but you know I hope, you seem okay, okay so maybe exposure therapy help but uh <laughs> it seems to be helping yeah <laughs> but yeah Bell says uh well this is sad and i don't think it's true but Bell says i don't think anyone cares about my music so and that emoji, which the emoji actually came through. So at least that's something. Yeah, uh, J-Bell says, oh, I'm getting flashbacks. So sorry about that. And uh, smi uh, Smiling Air says, I did not get on with Splice. It's all good quality. Just feels like being dressed <laughs> by my mom when I use it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Pat, I, I was going to mention this, Pat, but I'm glad you brought it up. Splice is integrated with MPC. Yes. Yeah, there's, mm. there's direct integration there, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, lots there. But let's move on to the next one. So well, the no, next one... Oh, go ahead, Ian Lake. Sorry about that. Splice, does it not see, um, sync 
samples that you actually download and choose a favorite or whatever, does it not synchronize those across multiple devices? I seem to remember that was one of the features of it. So if you use another mm -hmm. machine, it sounds are all there already. Yeah, it does do that. Yeah. Um, the I, I can, for example, I'll download them. I'll, usually if I'm on the train or something to work, I'll download them on the phone app. And then by the time I get into work, they're all there, which is always nice. Um, and I understand what Smiling Errors is saying about being dressed by my mum. You can just make a beat entirely from samples, um, if that's what you mean by that regard. But um, mm. I suppose the, it's about not doing that in that regard. Uh, sorry. Yeah. It's about not wardrobe, doing yeah. that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take that as you want it. But let's go to the next one. So this one uh, is what I like to do if I'm just like having fun because we'll get to the con of it. Uh, sample records or songs, things like that. Throw it through a sampler, grid it up with like the PO33, change the pitch, chop it up, do just turn it into whatever. And if you want to see examples of that, you can. I mean, there's tons, but I have a bunch on my channel. Sun Warper on YouTube where I do it on like the SB404, things like that. So the pro in my mind is uh, it's, I mean, I don't want to say originality, but you can do a lot with it and you're just taking sounds and really changing it up. Uh, and if you're putting it through samplers and things like that, you are adding different artifacts and noise and things like that. The con, of course, is copyright issues. Uh so that's going to be a big problem. Mm. And and it, I mean, ethical issues, too. If you're thinking about releasing songs like, you know, mm. to sell or things like that, you need to consider that, especially if you're just ripping non or if you're ripping copyright songs. A way around this would be public domain, things like that. You could sample that. Uh, there are things like that. But if you're just trying to learn sampling and have fun and things like that, it's really it's really interesting to take something that's been recorded. And in the fourth tip, which I'll just spoil right now, sampling yourself, you could do it without dealing with copyright. Yeah. But take something like a full song or a part and just see what you can do. Because if it's got drums, let's say, right? If you chop it, now you have a bunch of melodies stuck to a kick and a bunch of melodies stuck to a snare. And you can rearrange it based around the kick and the snare and get something completely new sounding. It's a lot of fun to do and just to kind of get your brain working outside the box if you're used to DAWs and things like that mm -hmm. and like MIDI. Um, yeah, that's that's my take on it. Eon, like anything you want to add? I was just think thinking Mr. Scruff got a lot of mileage out of doing stuff like that and wrote some pretty good tunes as well. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of artists do a lot with that. Yeah, yeah. just try some stuff there. I mean, that's kind of like the um, – that's what sampling's all about really, isn't it? it it's about the free. <laughs> mess about take bits of anything that occurs to you and piece it together you know it's just a few dull things like you know not getting sued to you know down to your socks <laughs> yeah you think about beforehand but after that bit it's all fun <laughs> and Lars what about you have you ever done this or anything you want to add to it have oh, are I you muted? stolen okay. copyrighted material to make my own work can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. We got you now. Hello? None of us have. Yeah, we're hearing you. Oh, okay. Can you hear us? Was, yeah, okay. I, was, I can hear y'all, yeah. No, I was just saying, if you're asking me, have I ever stolen copyrighted works in order to make my own stuff? I would never do such a thing. No, no. Yes, I love the sarcasm there. <laughs> no, I just mean, what? What when you do that, no, I, when you just... 
steal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. When you do that side of sort of sampling, like what do you like to do? Do you like to repitch, chop it up, manipulate it, move it around? You did that album, right? Where you were like repitching songs off a cassette or something, where didn't you? Mm-hmm. The Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was assuming you might have used Paul Stretch or something for that, but what did you do to drop the pitch? So I actually uh I took it into machine and i just dropped the pitch with the uh the tone or the tune button or the tune knob my bad oh, okay. and i yeah. also use this um i use this plugin called mishby from uh freak show industries um actually so i managed to figure out how to get my machine and like all my audio stuff to route in if i can oh. share my screen i can actually show you guys what it looks like if you want to see yeah yeah mm. if you go to present uh, it should let you share it you see that present button okay. if you see that share uh, screen well he's working on that curtis what's your take on this okay. method i think it's a good way to go i think uh sampling yourself is always fun and yeah avoiding right. copyright is always good okay. i I've, i have yeah let's go ahead let's go ahead from us all right there we go let's see if it's there we go whoa Ooh. And what is that called? Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, yeah. we're seeing mm -hmm. it. What's what's that it's effect called? It's called again? Uh, Mishby from uh Mishby. from uh Freak Show Industry. Just a basic little clap loop here. And so you can oh, the yeah, sound seems to be dropping a bit. Tell you what, Lars, uh, is everybody else's uh, sound and video dropping from this? Because I'm getting sound a lot of stutter. Yeah. Okay, Lars, uh, why don't you, um, if you don't mind, just post this to the Discord after because this is getting a bit stuttery. So, uh, Smiling Airs was saying they bring chaos you all chaos, free yeah. as well. I like that they mm -hmm. bring chaos. Is that the tagline? It should be. Yeah, Lars just sent Freak Show Industries. Thanks, Lars. What's the So, the Curtis. Continue. Yeah. Finish your, uh, they, your thought there on on this. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, I found that uh, it, it in in the name of finding samples, what it teaches me or forces me to do is to look for those obscure ones because those are the people that you can hit up personally and contact and say, "Hey, can I sample you?" And they come back with like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then obviously, sampling yourself is, all, is a good way to go. It is really tough getting permission to sample. I did a got a load of samples uh i got a load of samples cleared for marooned but it took ages and they really didn't want me to i remember they really didn't want me to yeah they really what, didn't want me to what uh, samples were you trying to get cleared uh i've got a lot of uh, stuff from ramdas so i had to contact the ramdas uh institute um be here now Whoa. and say hey i've got a load of samples is that all right and at first they were like no and i'm like why but I just go, why? And then it's interesting because a lot of music they they have maybe because they've been putting stuff that's out. That's what it they is. Have, they, yeah. they want control over it. They want control over the narrative and what they do, mm. which kind of goes against the ethos of Ramdas, really, ironically. But eventually they back down. Um, so yeah, it can be a ball ache and it can really put a crimp. I would say if you are using a sample, be prepared for six months back and forth. So if you are know that you're going to be using a sampler or sample from something that's high high level, 
start that conversation as soon as you started writing the song. If you know this is a song you want to put out, start that conversation straight away because it's going to take you months to get through to people. That's what I say. Yeah, mm. that's good. Good to know. Mm. But large, real quick. So I, I know you were showing the plugin, but we had some internet issues. But what it just kind of like distorts and grimies up the sound. Did it slow it down even yeah. more that that plugin? Yeah, it slows it down, and it basically it it it's kind of like a uh, a cassette tape emulator, except oh. if your cassette tape emulator was like horribly broken. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's I, I got to get this it. plugin, man. He I should do that, Mark. It's great. I actually Kevin smiling errors would just crush it. <laughs> they bring oh, yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah, if you check it out, they've got um, one called Back Mask, which basically in you remember back in the um, I don't know if you remember, but they they had something called back masking where they would basically yeah, say, "Oh, if you played the record backwards, it says something else." They made a whole yeah. plugin based on that concept. <laughs> That's great, and it's called back mask. Mean. It is super fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna check yeah. out all these plugins. That Apparently, awesome. this one this one's called Mish because it's, maybe I shouldn't have built you. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. Have built you. <laughs> yeah. That nice is, one, that is exactly like... right. <laughs> It is good. I think it is good. So we've got Splice. We've got Originality, which is kind of the other way too. Uh, what is next? What else have we got? Another way. We promised four. So this one, there's two more. So this one extends, is an extension of the uh, the first one. And I'm going to expand a little more than what we have on there. So we have, this is one from Bendu, Sample CD Archive. And I also just want to mention uh, public domain things like, um, what's it? Is it Internet Archive? internet archive you can get a bunch of like public domain videos and sounds and things like that on there and if it's public domain you can use it without any copyright worry so you can take that but here is sample cd archive youtube channel so there's a bunch of sample cds from what like the 90s or something 2000s yeah um and there's a bunch of, I don't think these are the full CD rips, though. I think they're just small segments of them, but you can also find mm -hmm. the CDs. But mm -hmm. I found when I, because I've been doing some um, vinyl digging, and uh, I found a, like 100 sounds vinyl that just has all these different one shots and stuff. And it's old, like really old. I got it at a Goodwill or something. So you can also just check out, like go vinyl hunting and things like that. And um, there are some things that are just like one shots and stuff like that. So I, I think it's good if we delineate there's there's samples, which would be like loops and things like that. And then there's one shot samples, which would be just like hits of like a snare or a piano note. And there's kind of different things there. And I feel like when it comes to one shots, you're not dealing obviously as much with copyright because it's not a melody. It's not a chord progression. It's a note. So um, just interesting things to take note of if you're looking into sampling or expanding on sampling. But yeah, sample CD archive and Internet archive. Like I said, Internet Archive is public domain. So, yeah, and I think some are Creative Commons, but you can check what the copyright is on Internet Archive. That's a yeah. great way to get samples. They've got factory samples from AKIS 6000s and stuff like that on there. Are you serious? Mm. That's oh. cool. <laughs> on, on Internet Archive. Mm. You got to post that in the Discord because I need that. I'm looking at. If, oh, if you'd yeah, be so kind. 90s sample CDs directory listing. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so there we go. Wow. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, Eon, like if you'd be so kind to put that link in the Discord, yeah. that would be much appreciated. You could put it production process, whatever Discord. But if you want to check out all the awesome stuff Eon Lake just found, and we'll put a link to the sample 
uh, CD as well, archive. They'll be in the Discord. Link is in the description. <laughs> Smiley here says, your voice was full of love when you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love all those old old samplers and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. All right. We got... We got one more, Curtis. Do you wanna do you wanna take it? Yeah. Uh, so finally, uh, this is always a fun word. Making your own some yes. uh, samples. Uh, Some Whopper has just released his uh, sounds by Some Whopper uh, electric piano, which he sampled himself in the room, and that is always fun. It's a good way of doing it. Um, it's wholly original. Uh, there's no notion of copyright because you're literally making the sounds they are. It is time consuming at times. It's also That's very fine. fulfilling. It's also very mm. fulfilling. I like doing that, just kind of like whacking a table and going, all right, that's a kick. Let's make that a kick, that kind of thing. It's good fun. But it's not only just one shots, right, Jan Lake? Like you always talk about resampling yourself. So if you don't mind expanding on that a little bit, then we'll get to you, Lars, after. Well, workflow in Ableton revolves around a certain amount of either importing audio from modular or bouncing tracks down that I've processed heavily are going to absolutely kill my machine if I keep trying to run like that. And some of it is done for reasons of sound design anyway, so mm -hmm. it makes sense to freeze them and flatten them. So there's a lot of audio that is material that is part of songs, but that doesn't mean that I can't take that and repitch it and use it in a different key in another guise in another song. Especially, you know, for anything that is you know, inharmonic sounds, but you know, even for the pitched material as well, um, I know what key it's originally in, so I can shift it to another key, no problem, and use it again. So, you know, using your own stuff. I mean, sometimes I do sample myself deliberately, i.e. I'll sit on the kit and play something that I want to go in a song, but record it just as audio, and then maybe run it through a bunch of treatment so that it sounds, you know, more like I imagined it and less sort of straight out of the packet. Um, sometimes it's something that I've programmed, but sometimes it's something from an old song or maybe it's just something that I, I never even finished back in the day, you know, that works fine as source material for another song. Yeah, I was just going to say too, another thing, and, and we talked about this on the Discord, I think Smiling Ears had brought up a, a goal for 2024 or whatever uh, last week, but taking even like, things you never gelled with that you were making. Like I, I had an eight bar loop that I could not get anywhere. And I just gave it to Curtis and was like, just take it, just get it off my hands. And he made this nine minute sprawling, like epic. I was like, <laughs> how did you even get that? I, I didn't believe that it was from the sounds I gave him because it was all stretched out and stuff like that. So that's another thing. If you, you can share ideas, like, you know, loops of a song, like what Ian Lake is talking about and give it to someone else to splice, chop up. And I use splices and chop not splice the website but uh chop it up move it around move things and all that and you can get some really interesting ideas Lars I want to hear from you in one second I just want to share the uh last two chats we got smiling air says contact is your friend for that I think in terms of like sampling yourself and things like that any DAW2 has like a built-in sampler there's the sampler and logic that you can set different zones and parameters and velocities and all that and what is it what is it, is it simpler sampler and Ableton there's a yeah, sampler. That's the basic one and it's simpler. And there's and a few. There we go. Okay. And then um Maureen's friend says sample, resample, then resample again. Those are words I live by, my friend. <laughs> Those are words I live by. And Maureen's friend, I just want to add to. Sorry, Lars, I'll get to you in just one second, I promise. But uh he's been posting some anything. awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate your patience. Maureen's friend's been posting some awesome drum samples in the patron chat on Discord. Uh 
awesome. I know Curtis was splicing one up a couple days ago on his live stream, but yeah, there's some, he's been putting out some really cool drums and yeah. So we share some samples on the discord. So if you're looking for samples and things like that, check it out. Okay. Lars, I appreciate your patience, patience, my friend. Do you make any of like resample yourself at all or make one shots, things like that? So resample myself. No, not really. Normally when I'm trying to get like, uh, like a very like unique kind of sound, I'll make uh, my own synth patches and stuff. So hmm. here's yeah. the thing. So one of the um, one of the things I really like to use is something made by Native Instruments called Form, and it's actually a reactor instrument that you can hmm. buy standalone. So what it does is like you can take your samples that you've collected and you can put them in there. You can chop them up in there and play it out just like a synth, and it has all its own effects and stuff in there. And then you can just add effects onto it again. Um, I would try to share my screen again, but it got real glitchy that last time. So yeah, we won't okay. do that. Just pop it in the Discord. But yeah, I'll make a I'll make like a quick video of it and show it in the Discord. Oh. Now, as far as like getting my samples, so did you did y'all ever read the uh, Computer Music Magazine or Future Music Magazine yep. back yeah. in the day? Yep. So yep. they used to come with sample discs that you could get mm -hmm. like you know free like one shots and loops and stuff off of. So I'm going to go ahead and just share this link in here if I can. Is it going to work? I think when no, you put links, they're go. not clickable. Yeah, just right. put it in the, like I said, I have a broken record. Throw it in the Discord after That's the true. show. Uh, Eon Lake already threw in the uh, the 90s sample CDs. I'm going to dig through throw that it in later. <laughs> I'm going to dig through that sample library yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone wants to look at it? Yeah, it's in the ADSN yeah. channel on the Discord, so it's public. The ADSN channel right, is public. So me... We have a bunch of public channels, so head on over there if you want to check it out. Okay, so I shared the link, but here it is. So this website right here. I got you. Here you go. Music radar. Oh, you're glitching out again. But I think literally, we'll show. They put them all here. There we go. Hmm. Wow, is it showing? Okay, yeah, yeah. it's showing. It's yeah. like a lot. That that's a yeah. lot. <laughs> Ninety-one thousand two hundred eighty-three free songs. Yes, every disc. <laughs> All right, I love today. Nice. Today is a great <laughs> day. Put out, they uploaded up here, and they're completely free and royal. Hold on, Lars. Hold on there. You're you're clipping a, a bunch. On let me let me uh, remove that. And that presentation, because I think it's when you present, you're just chopping up like crazy. But uh, today's a good day. We just got a lot of samples. <laughs> I like today. Today's good. <laughs> uh, Ross says, where was that site? So it looks like, uh, hold on there, Lars, hold on. Uh, it looks like, um, there we go. Hold on, Lars, one sec. So uh, Ross asked, where was that site? So I'll post it. Lars posted it in the uh, the patron channel. But I'll post it when the this ends in the uh, ADSN channel on Discord, so it's public if you want to check it out. Um, and he, we got it here actually, so uh, looks like Curtis got it covered. Okay, yeah, Lars, it, it, I think when you share it, it really glitches out. Um, your mic just like chimes in and out, and I don't think you're hearing. So um, you'll probably want to just end that that share, like stop sharing the screen, so it'll stop glitching. I think I might have lost yeah, you now. I just get thumbs up. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. Okay. We got to wrap up anyways in Can a sec. So 
Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, we got you back yeah, now. Yeah, we got you now. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm really mad that my internet can seem to handle like eight people watching YouTube, everybody in the house watching Netflix on their tablets, and every single phone. But I try to share my screen here with you guys, and my internet's like, mm, no. Bridge too far. It's too much. That's that's the that's the uh it just that's what breaks the dam, right? It, that's mm-hmm. that's what does it. <laughs> There's too much in that regard. Wonderful. There's people downstairs right. streaming YouTube going, What the hell's going on? Well, all right. So those are our four. So just to recap them quickly. So it's splice or other things like that, sample libraries, track lib, things like that. Sample records or songs. Sampling vinyl is really fun, but you do have to worry about copyright. Um, but you can also get sample CDs, public domain sounds from Internet Archive. We just have a bunch now over on the Discord, thanks to Eon Lake and Lars. And then uh, the last one is make your own samples. And this is, I think, the most time consuming, but also the least to worry about copyright and it's all original things like that so those yeah. are our four if you have any others as found sounds where you just you yeah know, foley yeah something and mm. go right that's gonna be a bass drum or scratch something go right that'll be a simple <laughs> yeah take yeah. take koala sampler or just the microphone and your phone you know the a, a simple recorder and just tap things like hit a rock on on the ground or you know close yeah. a door anything you hear that you think yeah just anything like a whatever even just like curtis was saying bang the desk and you got a kick you know things like that so yeah oh yeah really quick thanks smiling ears i saw your chat i just want to go because curtis had asked in the discord uh if anybody uses it but i I do before i talk about those if anybody has other ones that they want to mention that aren't those four post them in the chat while we're live we're only live for a couple more minutes or put them in the comments or head to the Discord. We'll be talking there. But Smiling Air says, SinPlant 2 and other AI programs are my go-to now. I'll dial up some phase plant patches, get a rolling sampler running, and capture lots of sounds. I'll slice them up in ways to break SinPlant and then rolling sampler all of its mutation outputs. From those, I'll have hundreds of sounds in a few minutes ready to either drop in as they are or resample, as, resample them uh, to needs, be it pluck, pads, lead, whatever or throw it back into Faceplant to run granular on top of all the other goodies it does. Probably should say the benefit of this is not like is not the like-for-like like reproduction of the original sound, but the mutations and variations that do weird things. That last little bit Ooh. is my favorite part because that's what, like when it comes to sampling into hardware, using repitch, dropping the pitch, you get all these crazy weird artifacts and things like that, and it changes the tempo, the time, and there's a lot there. And like on the um, DigiTac, the different sample machines you can do so many trippy things with like warp or with the slice mode and things like that so yeah i appreciate that uh, smiling errors that's a lot there so i'll have to check that out and like i was mentioning there's ai programs making sample packs now from prompts so if you want to hear more about that let us know because i'll look more into it but i'm planning to make a video on my channel about that in a ways down but i, I need some more research on that um Lastly, Bendu says, really depends on the kind of samples you're after. I had a TrackLib subscription for a while that I am finally digging into. So yeah, lots there. Lots there. So check it out. Um, gentlemen, anything else in terms of sampling before we go to the last topic at hand? Curtis, anything you want to add? Have fun with it. It's, nah. it's, it's yeah, just there's so much fun to be had with it. And the fun of it is taking something and fucking with it. That is 
that is the that's the one thing you're allowed to fuck with and it gets better. Um, yep. <laughs> Lars, cool. what about you? Have any of you guys invested in like a field recorder, like one of the little devices with the nice mm-hmm. microphones on them? Yeah, I Thank stopped using it and used my phone instead. Yeah. Wait, well, well, I, 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 well. but yeah, a stereo mic for my phone. Yeah, I had I had the uh, H4 from Zoom or whatever, but it's just another thing you got to carry. The phone's right there. I just honestly, I just record into Koala or even WhatsApp for that like compression, mm-hmm. and and then I just throw it into my SP or into the DAW, and I, it's so much easier to just have one piece, like one mode of transportation instead of like having to deal with the Zoom and then move that into something else. I mean, they're awesome, and I really liked having it, but I, I like I still have one, and I just always forget it. Like I'll go hiking and be like, oh, I forgot it. <laughs> You know, so I was like, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm just going to use my phone. And and life got a lot easier after that. So so yeah. is there to you, is there like a big difference in quality between the phone and the, the recorder? Well, mm. I don't really Me care. There is, there is oh. but I don't really care because I'm, I'm like, if I just throw it with some compression and stuff like that, it's fine. And I'm going for more like warped lo-fi sounding things and stuff like that so i don't mm. mind it if you really want pristine samples then yeah you're probably going to want mm. to have something external that's a dedicated recorder but you could also just have a little microphone attached to your uh phone i don't think i have it with yeah. me but that's like, what i have I those do. little ones that one, you know the stereo one yeah and it does the other it is a much better quality and i find it easier mm. to sit things that i've recorded with it in a track when it's mm. in stereo, things just seem to mm. disappear when they're in mono. They're just gone, yeah, unless they're too loud. You just don't hear them. So, uh, yeah. but I have to remember to bring the mic with me when I'm. When See, it's just it. another thing you got to carry. That's yeah. that. It's pros and cons, right? That's what we're presenting anyway yeah, today. Pros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like anything you want to add before we move to the last section? Uh, that was it. Yeah, use the phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, use the phone. That's good. I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because that is, I think that's a good thing to talk about. All right. Uh, well, just the last sure. thing is what we're all up to, to uh, this week. So, Curtis, we'll start with you. What are you up to besides staring I at think, your cats? <laughs> I mean, I'm always staring at these, especially this one. She's beautiful. Look at her. Look at this one. She's lovely. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back into production mode for a bit. I think, I think it's time to put the headphones on and uh, instead of creating something new, taking the bunch of loops that I've got from various live streams and sessions and start building some more tracks, I think. Um, it's about time. I haven't done it for a while, so there will be going. I'm starting it because I'm I'm starting on this trip because I'm uh, fucking with Eon Lake stems that he sent me in my live stream tonight. So I think it's going to kickstart something. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You <laughs> have you listened to them yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an accordion or something <laughs> i i know i know it's an e phrygian and i know it's 150 bpm yeah hey you're going so got... drum and bass there you go so, lars what about you so what are you up to this week uh so i'm gonna be editing another interview uh it's gonna be up oh. probably this week or next week um i'm also planning on doing uh a few more little like jam videos and i also nice. want to get a couple of videos showing you guys in the Discord some of uh, my favorite plugins. Because nice. yeah. you guys are like, you don't use Paul Stretch? You don't use Supermassive? Like, what the hell do you use? Like, what are you using, man? 
So I just I'd like think to you should yeah, embrace supermassive and Paul stretched. What, uh, what you need to do is record us saying that and make a track out of that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big brain. I love it. There you go. Look at go. that. That's collaboration at its finest. It's Dion Lake, what are you up to brain. this week? What am I up to? I'm clearing up in here. Damn. There's tables everywhere. I've, I've been naughty. I've been pulling things to bits and moving things around and playing around, and I've made a right mess, and it doesn't help. If you want to be creative, try not to mess your creative space up too much. It doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I'm still running everything I own through the new delay box, which sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I'm heavily track-laying this EP that I'm finishing. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's gonna be good. Well, gonna be at good. least you get to mess up your own creative space. My my wife does it for me. I don't know if you can see this wonderful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have any of you guys heard of something called Shein? Called what? Shein. It's some kind of like clothing website or app oh, right. that okay. people buy clothes off oh, of. Oh, is it like vintage, vintage. or something? You can yeah. sell, sell. No, it's old. like fast fashion or something. Mm-hmm. which no. is like basically like the fast food of clothing but yeah she really enjoyed herself this week and you know now i now i get to live with it so you know yeah. it's great <laughs> nice it sounds like fun some more what are you up to this week bro um music promo um i'm yeah. keeping up with the audionautic and uh, i've got to master some stuff for audionautic for the label uh which I was like, when Curtis was like, I'm going into production. I was like, please, no more. He sent me like 20 <laughs> tracks. I'm like, just hold on, bro. Let's get through a couple of these and then we'll talk. <laughs> right? And then I got to do all the promo for the uh, music for Imagine Landscapes, getting ready for the um, the listening party. The album's out Friday and then the listening party's Saturday. So I hope to see all you there. And then I got to start hitting up some artists. Uh, a few of them, actually, some of well, a few of them are all in this video about remixing for uh, the album. I'm going to do a remix album. So I'm going to hit up. But if anybody's interested in, in doing a remix, just uh, message me if you're watching. If you want, I know Ian Lake is. I know Curtis is. I'm hoping Lars might be. Maybe he'll like put it through Mishby or whatever and this we'll is, just go this crazy. This is my you know? interested face. This is my very interested face. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I can't read you yet, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning <laughs> but uh yeah so if anybody's interested let me know uh hit me up on discord on my socials whatever but um yeah i did a live stream last week we had some friends from the chat and all that on there it was a lot of fun curtis was there we had some fun so i think i'm gonna finish that off to make a song as like a b-side for the release so that's another thing so yeah just lots and lots of stuff but uh but all fun all exciting so i'm just looking forward to being like done done with this album getting all the promo all the press done like just i mean i'll still be doing stuff you know you never stop right when an album releases but like the big part of it is like okay i'm done like it's all out Mm -hmm. it's it's there i don't have to worry about it anymore so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that yeah that was cool well uh that's what you need that's what that's what you need. Have we got any other words? Anything missing? Anything going? Um, well, okay. I, ju- I want to bring this up to the check because I've been debating this and then, then we'll go. But uh, with all the news about Spotify, I-, I haven't done an update to the playlist in a while. But we're almost at 600 followers or subscribers, you know, followers of the playlist, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. 
not that it's a number thing, but we try to get everybody some listens and things like that. And I'm been debating, should we keep it up in terms of just like getting listens to all of our everybody's music and stuff like that as a place for it? Should we move it to another subscription service or streaming service? Do both or, you know, whatever. So I'm curious to hear everybody's take on it. You can post it in the Discord if you know after the chat ends but I, mm. i'm thinking maybe update it once a month keep it going because it, it is a place to find music right so i think it's worth it um but i'm curious to hear everybody's take because say again Eon lake even i think that whoa okay mm. wow. wow okay oh. he spoke curtis what, what about you <laughs> Uh, I'm similar in that regard. We put we still put the podcast out on Spotify. Yeah, that's true. We might as well have a presence. Fair point. Yeah. Lars, as the resident hater of Spotify. You might as well. Because oh, wow. the, the sad fact of the matter is they're still where everybody goes for music. That's like what I'm that's what I, that's why I'm like that's why I'm like, I feel like I should do it because that's still the biggest listener base. And like we have mm. people listening there. So it's like everybody deserves to get their music heard. And if we can even in right. some small way get everyone closer to that stupid thousand stream threshold, then I think it's yeah. worth having it there. And if nothing else, then like we say, having a funnel to Bandcamp, you know, to get it there. And yeah, uh, yeah so, funnel. OK, funnel. I've heard funnel. I've heard they're losing market share. I've heard like they've they've started slowing down. I've got my fingers crossed, but you know, it takes a what long time say? for these things to fall apart. Unless you're, yeah, right. it will happen. It's inevitable. Day, it's inevitable. <laughs> Just hang in there, Lars. Don't worry. We'll get you there. It's all good, bro. Yeah, it's all good. It's we'll coming. It looks like smiling errors is in agreement. You should upload. You will feel dirty though. I I think it's I'm still not a good doing, way. <laughs> it's still doing a service though, right? Like it's getting getting music heard and stuff. So okay, I'll keep it up. I'll update it. If you have some music you've got that you want on there, post it in the Discord. We have a channel, Audionautic Playlist. That's the channel, server, whatever, uh, on there. Post it there if it fits. I try to keep it more chill, electronic stuff, but I'll try to work it in no matter what. And then I'm still thinking about doing like an ambient playlist as well. Noise. So. Yeah, mm. noise would be a separate playlist. So keep no, that in mind. It will be. It will just be the whole playlist. Just it noise. will be a separate whole playlist. Yes, but no, the audionautic playlist or the audionautic playlist. I find noise very chill. I'll have you. Know, I find noise very chill. I'm sure you do, but I don't know if everybody does, and that's just we have a different genre in that playlist, right? Lars does. I know it's it's two of two there. So yeah, you're good. All right, with that. We'll say goodbye. It's been great hanging out with all of you. Awesome to have you all in the chat. Lars, thanks for hopping on. Always that great is, to have you yeah. on. And I mean no offense when I talk Paul Stretch and Supermassive. I just think you should check it out because I have a feeling you'll be like, I can't believe I never used it before. That's all. That's it. That's probably true. But I also have like at least 30 plugins on my computer that I've never used. Paul Stretch is yeah. one of them. Oh, you actually, is it Paul X Stretch? Is that the one you have? It is. It is Paul yeah, Extra. I downloaded it. I was like, go. ooh, it's there free. And then I forgot about it. Never used it. I just use it, it on my iPad. Over. I don't I don't even have it as a plugin, truth be told. Really? It's an iPad app. Yeah, I send stuff. I use it in the... Can I get it on my iPhone? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's free, too. Mm, there you go. Yeah, mm. there we go. He's, 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 he's moving, moving. <laughs> All right. With that, we'll say goodbye. Been awesome hanging out with all of you. We'll be back next week. And if you do want to hang out for the listening party, we'll put the link in the description. It's Saturday at 11. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we'll be back 
Wednesday at 11 for the next ADSN. And uh, until then, thanks for watching, and we will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.